All wings, report in. C1, standing by. C2, standing by. C3, standing by. Welcome fellow Padawans to Sea Squadron. We are your hosts. I'm Madison Cavan, call sign C2. And I'm Jacob Cavan, call sign C1. And I'm Greg Cavan, call sign C3. And we are starting our next episode of the MCU, and we are going to be talking about the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel. And, I mean, this was such a fun show, at least in my opinion, so I'm really excited to get to talk about it, what our feelings were, what we think it'll mean for the future. So, without further ado... This is Miss Marvel. This podcast is rated S for spoilers. From this moment forward, all content is free game. So now sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Okay, so before we get into Miss Marvel, let's talk about something big that came out that I think was completely unexpected, at least on my part. Oh, yeah, same. Uh, same. J- yeah, uh, Jedi Battle Scars. It's a Woo! book coming out. In March of 2023. And this book is a part of the... I don't... I mean, it's a part of the Jedi Fallen Order franchise. But I don't know if they're calling it the Jedi franchise. I don't know what they're calling it. But it's a part of that storyline with Cal Kestis. And basically, it takes place uh, during... Well, in, I guess in between Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. It takes place in between those five years. Um... As far as, like, what it contains, obviously we don't really know. We just know that and that it um, is coming out in March of 2023. I I want to hear Maddie's opinions on this <laughs> because uh, she is definitely the Cal Kestis stan oh, over yeah. here. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that? This, okay, so if you don't know me already, then I need to establish the fact that I am not a big reader. It, it's kind of, like, once I find a book I'm really interested to, I'll read it in just a few days. But for me to actually have the motivation to pick up a book and start a new story is very difficult for me. So, this book, first of all, like you said, I was not expecting it at all. I'm literally so excited yeah. for it. It's going to be crazy. But, um, I, I mean, this will be a book that I'll actually get into for the first time. And I don't think I'll be able to put it down until it's over. But... I'm really excited to actually see because I was I was excited about five year jump, but also not excited because it's like that's five years worth of a story that we haven't seen yet. So I'm really excited to see like what happens in between. Then I'm wondering like is this going to span all five years or is it just a oh we're two and a half years in? Here's a fun little story for you to get to know the characters better. And also, mm-hmm. is it like, do you have to read this book in order to understand what's going on in the game? I highly doubt that. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a movie and Disney Plus thing where it's like they're all connected. I think it's just <clears> a, <throat> if you want to get to know the characters more and hear another story, here it is. But I am... Well, you... Oh, what? Yeah, I was going to say, because your question was like, does it take place over the whole five years? The uh, Star Wars' little description oh, is... Yeah. Um, that it uh it's a new it's a new uh novel uh which shows Cal Kestis leading the Mantis crew on an adventure set between 
the uh, Fallen Order and the Survivor. So I think that it's just one little adventure one in between occasion. those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah one event. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah, continue that what you're saying. Well, I just wanted to Yeah, that's, that that's all I was really going to say, but I'm assuming we won't have to read it to know what's going on in the second game, but I think it would also be very helpful to know, to get a deeper understanding for the characters, the Mantis crew, which I'm so excited for. And I was actually really surprised that they were going to do a novel about it, because for whatever reason, I only thought this story will be told just in the games, and I mm. felt like there wasn't going to be any additional content whatsoever. I mean, maybe yeah. outside of a, the rumored Disney Plus series that Cameron Monaghan will star in, which that would also be super awesome, but I am so pumped for this book. It sounds very interesting. Written by Sam Maggs. I heard she has done some Captain Marvel comics, actually, that I heard were super good. So oh, interesting. I don't really know the author as much. Like I said, I, I don't read a lot. So until now, <laughs> until now, you know. So I'm yeah. really excited. And they're also, they announced a behind-the-scenes book for Jedi Survivor that's going to come out May 2nd. So... Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. yeah. So... It definitely, the game will definitely be coming out before then. They're not going to do a behind-the-scenes, very spoilerly <laughs> yeah. book if they don't have the game out yet. So, we'll definitely, I think the rumored March release will make sense if they release the book before the game, but within close windows of each other. I think that would make a lot of sense, too. So, maybe yeah. expect a mid-to-late March release, I'd say. Early April, I feel like, same. will be the latest, but I guess we'll have to see what their time framing is. So, yeah, that that's my, yeah, that's my is, small bit. Yeah, it is kind of interesting that they haven't said anything official about the date of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you, Maddie, are you expecting it to be announced anytime soon? Like, with the different events going on, or what What do you think? Okay, do you have any so ideas on that? I know that um, Gamescom, which is, like, the biggest game announcement thing to exist is actually going to be happening... Let's see, what what's today, guys? What what day are we recording? Today is... Wait, wait, wait. Are you asking when the, the book's going to be released? No, 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 the, the game. Yeah, oh, the book the will be released May... Uh, not May, March, March 7th. 7th. Yeah. But in terms of a game release date for Jai Survivor, I definitely think they could be showing a, like, a full-on trailer um, at Gamescom that could be a possibility. I mean... I think it was last year at Gamescom they showed the trailer for Eclipse, that's that new Star Wars game. Okay. That yeah, hasn't gotten that. any news yet, but because yeah. the uh, teaser, I feel like for the first for Jedi Fallen Order, the teaser came out in late April, maybe whenever Star Wars Celebration was, and then an Xbox like full trailer where you see gameplay and stuff um, came uh -huh. out at. Um, xbox's convention in june or something so it was only a few months later that they we got a full trailer to actually understand a bit of what the story was so i definitely okay. think they could go along with this as well because usually it's like teaser a few months later main trailer and then they do kind of like many not like tv spots but many trailers that is like story related and less mm -hmm. gameplay related so gamescom mm -hmm. could be a really good place to showcase that it's happening in, I think, I think it's Germany, but that's one of the biggest things 
that they do for game announcements every year. So I wouldn't be surprised if, similarly to last year with the Eclipse game, they would do a Fallen, or not Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor uh, trailer. So that's just my thing. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. All right. Let's tell them yeah. about our theory, because Cal has appeared now. At least me and Tyson's theory. Oh. Whoa. So oh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Maddie's brother, Tyson, and oh, I yeah. have a theory. Shout that out. Because, yeah, shout out to Tyson. He's amazing. Um, but we have a theory that because Cal has a beard, and in every uh. Disney movie, <laughs> scared. when a character grows a beard, he is a Uh-oh. father. So our theory uh. is that he Cal is, a, is now oh a father. Oh my gosh. I've heard Tyson's dad beard Maddie's theory mad before. <laughs> yeah. That was our I, theory. I'm going to hard disagree because I feel like that would be such a weird thing to jump into without establishing anything. Well, that's just my well, opinion. Establish it. That's all it's I'm been saying. five years, Madison. Okay, it's been five yeah. years, but... A lot can happen see, in five years. See, that's the thing, is that's the one reason I don't like the time jump, is I feel like we just met the characters, so I feel like I wanted to actually see their relationships develop more, but it they've already mm-hmm. been five years into their relationship building, which I guess will be nice, but also it's like we've missed so much of it, you know? Yeah, and I think there might be... I think there's a broader reason for that because of, um, I, I, I just think, I mean, I was telling you earlier, Maddie, like, I just think that they're going to have to put him in a live action thing. It just doesn't make any sense for him not to be in there. I know. Um, it's such a good opportunity They're, they're using to use. his character. Yeah. They're using his character so much. Yeah. Uh, or not so much, but like, like they're, they're developing the character a lot and mm-hmm. I, it would be very strange for them not to do that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyway. I think, I think so, yeah. I already said it when we were oh. talking about Kenobi. But since Survivor and Kenobi kind of, like, timeline line up, mm-hmm. I really want there to be mm-hmm. a scene, like, even if it's just a cut scene in Survivor, where he's, like, looking at Kenobi. Like, Kenobi doesn't know he's there, but he's watching. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if that's going to happen. It's unlikely. Yeah. But yeah. I think that would it be, might be really hard. cool. But yeah, we'll have to see. So, yeah, that that's we just want to give some little news on that book, just because we're all big fans of what star star wars refers to a jacob as a star wars jedi game franchise is what they said in mm-hmm. the article that announced the book so i guess the jedi okay. franchise basically which is kind of generic yeah. but also cool at the same time so <laughs> now let's move on to miss marvel the reason we're actually here to record this episode i know we get excited so much about other news so we thought we'd just cover that real quick so miss marvel guys i mean we're we're starting things off I mean, Gray, do you have the summary pulled up for Miss Marvel off of the MCU's? Okay, perfect. So do you want to go ahead and read us that synopsis, and then we'll get right into yeah. it? Awesome. Uh, Marvel Studios' Miss Marvel is a new original series that introduces Kamala Khan, a Muslim-American teenager growing up in Jersey City. An avid gamer and voracious fan fiction mm, scribe, Kamala words. is a superhero mega fan with an oversized imagination, particularly when it comes to Captain Marvel. Yet Kamala feels like she doesn't fit in at school, and sometimes even at home, that is, until she gets superpowers like the hero she's always looked up to. Like it's better with superpowers, right? Right? <coughs> Foreshadowing. Right. <coughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so... Wait, okay, okay oh, question oh, yeah. to begin with. Avid gamer, question mark? Was that shown in the... Am I blanking? Was that in the show? No, yeah, I, I do, like, not so. remember that at all. It might be a comic yeah, thing, that's... I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, I wouldn't I be guess. surprised if she were a gamer, but I don't feel like they mm-hmm. ever actually covered that in the uh, <laughs> show, so that's a little strange. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
Yeah, I was just, it was just like hit me. I was like, wait, what? Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I could call her an okay. avid cosplayer, but I mean. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, why, uh, what, if we're doing a Miss Marvel thing, why is it called the Bruna F- Fan Club? Oh, okay, that's, yes, yes. That, because that, that's something that we did. That we you, you already know. You know why <laughs> you we're know called the is. Bruno Fan Club. We, we do talk here about at Sea Squadron, we are here to be the Fu- Bruno, Funo, <laughs> the Bruno Fan Club. Okay, guys, like we're gonna go ahead and set the record straight that you're gonna hear a lot about Bruno. Bruno Kelly, yeah. this entire episode. you were going to. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if he's not in the episode, we're going to be like, Bruno, am I right? Like, Bruno. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start the disclaimer right now. We love Bruno so much. I think him, his and Kamala's friendship or something more, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I certainly okay. hope so. I certainly hope so. Um, I think that is, like, a really big standout. I, I think, actually... If I want to share my small tidbit real quick on um, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. I thought about it. I think what really was the strength of this show was showing the relationships Bruno. between... Yeah, was Bruno. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, was actually the relationships between Kamala and her family and her friends. And also mm-hmm. the connection to her culture. I feel like, for for me, as someone who is a white American, you know, like... Uh, and so who doesn't really get exposed to that kind of stuff on a daily basis? And I'm not 100% yeah. sure how accurate of a portrayal it is for um, Muslim Americans. I mean, obviously, I'm not one to speak to that. But I, I heard that. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot about I've how heard people high like, praise. oh, like, that. that's exactly what my family does. Or how funny it is that they make jokes that, like, people of that demographic can actually understand and relate to. Mm-hmm. So, and people were like, oh, my, my mom is so much like that too. And I, I also, I think one of the relationships I enjoy the most was Kamal's relationship with her parents and the different dynamics oh, of that. Yeah. First of all, her father, huge win for the MCU. Okay. Like, I feel like we <laughs> yeah. have not like seen. like the best dad you've ever yes. had in the like, MCU. We, we've seen <laughs> some cool father figure type relationships, but I feel like never yet have we seen a good actual father and child relationship and so Hmm. i really enjoyed getting to see that and to kind of see what their dynamic is and then also the relationship between her and her mom and also how it is actually like a loving and nurturing relationship as well i just love the whole thing now i found it i found it oh oh, okay i will say um ant-man I feel like he, that's a pretty good. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, that yeah, is very true. That's true. Like Tony Stark, yeah. he's a very good dad, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I like yeah. Tony but Stark there's not many. Yeah, there's not many. We haven't had the opportunity really to see those re- relationships grow. I think um, Ant-Man Quantumania will be an amazing time to see father-daughter duo, similarly to Kamala and her father, except that her father's not a superhero and uh, Ant-Man is. But, um... I just wanted to say, like, I feel like that is what stuck with me the most. Like, one of my favorite parts of the show, I think, was her brother's wedding. Like, that is, that was yeah. such just a fun Dude, thing. Awesome. Yeah, to kind of kick back and relax and to see how they do their wedding and, like, to see all mm-hmm. the really fun dances and to see everyone come together. Like, the amount of community they had behind the show, honestly, is what made it the most enjoyable for me. So, I, I would say that much. I was a little confused as to the whole villain plotline of, like, the clandestines 
and <laughs> damage control. Because yeah. it felt like, oh. I was oh, confused why it was damage control and not, like, SWAT or Yeah, something. yeah, it's like, oh, damage control, big baddie, and then suddenly we don't see him for several episodes, and then we're like, oh, no, damage control, big baddie, because I guess the clandestines have become skeletons now, and <laughs> we've got Hottie Kamran, I mean, just, ca- <laughs> like, casually walking in, I'm like, boy, you get away from Kamala. It is Bruno for <laughs> life, okay? You know, like... You cannot beat Bruno. I'm sorry. Looks can only get you so far, my guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know, um, I know y'all can't see me I, right oh, now, yeah. but when she said Kamran, I was biting my lip and smoothing my hair back because <laughs> oh my he's just that hot. <laughs> okay. And I, I get that they have yeah. a lot of things in common. He's actually a really nice guy, but I'm like, yeah. nah. That that's that spot. It was reserved from Bruno from the beginning. Okay, <laughs> you could kind of just take the back seat now. But I was a little confused as to like how he got his powers or what the heck was going on. I mean, like, <laughs> what what the heck happened? Yeah, like yeah. They, they like open no, a I portal def- randomly, and then the mom is like. I'm I'm evil, take over the world, and Kamal's like, no, and she's like, oh, okay, oh, guess I'll okay. die then, but then she's also like, let me do the whooshy power thing, and suddenly, like, Kamran is, like, exploding everywhere with his constipation. Like, literally, <laughs> I thought it was so funny in, I think, I don't know if it, it must have been just the finale, episode six, every time Kamala and Bruno have a moment, you'll have to go back and look at it. Suddenly, Kamran just starts screaming and has his, like, really dramatic power <laughs> yeah. thing. Literally, any time they, they are together, suddenly Kamran's, like, having his own issues. I'm like, this has got to be on purpose. Oh, my yeah, God. Dude, and, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Bruno was like, it's okay. We'll get out of this together. And, like, touched her hand. And then Kamran was like, ah! <laughs> ah! Oh, <laughs> the power. I can't yeah, control I know. it. I, like, <laughs> oh, I definitely no. well, agree. I guess I... I'm suffering, so you can't touch Bruno anymore, huh? Yeah, I uh, I definitely agree that whenever uh, um, oh my gosh, uh, the the villain, what's her name? I'm I'm so bad at names. Uh, oh my gosh, I, uh, Aisha. The, no, wait, no, that's her yeah, grandmother. Yes, that's her grandmother. Yeah, no, not she. No, oh yeah, oh yeah. You're now you're confusing me even more. Oh Kamran's my god, mother. Najma, I think. Yeah, yeah. Najma. There we go, Najma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, whenever she, like, was like, I'm gonna take over, or I need to go home, like, I've been working, I mean, they've been working at this for, like, decades, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, Kamala's like, oh, wait, no, don't, and she's like, oh, okay, and she's like, all right, well, let me just go, uh, die real quick, I, that whole thing seemed very strange to me, Yeah. and, I mean, the fact that Bruno just, or Bruno, the fact that, uh, Kamala just got powers from that was really, uh, interesting, yeah, (laughs) I, I'm hoping that, now, I will say, talking about, because I, we, obviously we're going to talk about the, the quote-unquote flashback slash, like, also, like, time travel aspect, um, the actress that plays, uh, Kamala said that that uh, does so not, awesome. yeah, I love her, it said, she said that does not, uh, affect, or, like, mess up the time travel logic in the MCU, so there's obviously some stuff that we're gonna see like why that's true so i think yeah. that we're obviously gonna see more of why the heck Kamran got powers um and different stuff but yeah that was very interesting to me um i i do want to talk because i was talking about that villain the the villain damage control or mm-hmm. not villain it's, it's sort of like a government agency that can be bad but there's like some people in it that are trying to do good damage control doesn't make any sense to me because i thought their job was to 
cleaned up messes. Yeah. Like that superheroes made. What, how, why out of nowhere are they now like this legal force that are like hunting down people? Like that just seems like a very weird job description. Like going from cleaning up the Battle of New York to all of a sudden having right to having rights to go like arrest people yeah, and like shoot exactly. at them. Yeah. It just seemed really strange to me. Um, and I get that maybe it's like it because there's so many different organizations coming up now. We have. Uh, we have the uh, we have sword. I feel like shield probably still exists in some sort of way because Nick Fury is still alive. Mm-hmm. So there's some way that that he's probably working with shield. And we have um, damage control. Um, I'm sure there's more. But I, anyway, what did y'all think about damage control in general? Like obviously they aren't meant to be like likes. Like we aren't supposed to be like oh my gosh yeah. we love these people. They they were portrayed as like racist like really stupid government people. So we're not supposed to like like them. Yeah. But what did you think about their Invol- like damage control out of everybody like wh- that was so <laughs> random to me it's, in my opinion it's weird because i just looked up the um like what the damage control is from marvel cinematic universe dot phantom dot com actually mm-hmm. um and it's telling me that it's a it was a subsidiary yeah that's right of shield damage control oh um, but they yeah. were specialized in cleaning up um the post-battle damage caused by agents, so they weren't originally superhero people. Oh, um, and, interesting. But when the Chitari invasion happened, that's when they were made into an executive branch of the United States government. Um, oh, that makes and sense. Then they, and then they joined with Stark but, Industries. But then but what's weird is, is it just yeah. skips, and it's like, by 2024, the Department of Damage Control had trans- transitioned into a federal law enforcement agency tasked yeah. with apprehending enhanced individuals along with seizing dangerous and alien artifacts. So it's like it just kind of so like strange. decided to not. Yeah, clean and anymore. well, and the the connection to Stark Industries um, was actually seen in the show. The little uh, guns that they use that yeah. shoot out or like blasts rifles. of like, yeah, it's like bla- I forgot what what they call it, but that was Pebbles. actually in the original Hulk movie um, that Stark made for. Uh, it was General Ross. I don't know what organization he was a part of. But so that's their connection to Stark Industries is those those weapons are actually probably Stark Industries weapons or something that they stole from them. I don't know. I think we're going to see more of that probably in, in Armor Wars because there's obviously going to be some issues there with Stark Industries. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, were there any other thoughts on Damage Control's involvement? Um, I mean, like, here's here's what I feel in terms of, like, who the villain is. I just said this earlier, but... I feel like in terms of the show, I, like I said, what made it was Kamala's growth with her community and her family and becoming, like, coming into her own about coming to terms of being a superhero. But I feel Mm -hmm. like the villain department was what was the most confusing and kind of took away from the show for me is that they weren't sticking with just one group. And I feel like that would have been easier that, like, Mm -hmm. it, it... I don't know, because it's like, uh, I don't know, damage control was there, and then they weren't, and then they came back, and I really didn't care, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it was crazy when they suddenly just, like, oh, here's the here's the thing, too. They got their drones going around, and their damage control, and they literally go up, go and blow up Circle Q. They, like, they're the ones yeah. who are creating the most damage in the city. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good, that's a really funny point. Like, they they so, literally were about to just complete murder them. I was they blew up Circle Q. I was like, there's literally no point in doing that. 
Yeah, they just didn't like Comron there, I guess. And so they're yeah, like, oh, like, time to blow him up. No, but even, like, when they came to the school, she was like, no, take him alive. I want him alive. Like, pretty much until he that's came true. out and was trying to kill him. Yeah, but, that's true. So I was like... Yeah, I don't... Ooh, yeah, okay, theory time. Maybe there's oh, okay. somebody else um, controlling, like, part of damage control. control. <laughs> or... There's someone controlling dr- damage control? The, the drone wasn't damage control. Damage control? What, what if... Uh, Val, uh, Louis Dre- uh, <laughs> I can't say her name. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Ju- ju- I almost said L- Louis Louis Dreyfus? Julia. Julia. No, 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 it, it's ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis-Dreyfus. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to say Louise or something like that, I don't know exactly. <laughs> um, the woman, you know. What if she is like, uh, cause I definitely feel like with the Thunderbolts, that she's obviously like- infiltrating government agencies so what mm-hmm. if she, what if the i forgot the stupid lady's name at damage control what if she had like a hand in that because she wanted to cause maybe not even like infiltrate like damage control to get something out of it but to cause an issue in there because she wants her whatever to that's be that's true because sharon carter also oh, helped infiltrate the I, government you know i have a massive fan theory that we haven't talked about oh, yet. oh okay secret secret not secret Secret Invasion. I almost said Secret Wars. Secret Invasion is coming up. And what if Sharon Carter... Is a scroll. Or... Yeah, is a scroll. Or ah. even the girl from Damage Control is a scroll. Or, like, because I would be highly... I would highly doubt that all scrolls are, like, good. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, yeah. there's going to have to be a bad scroll. They have really... uh like immense power to be able to shape shift. Yeah, for sure. It's so very what, easy. So what to if? Get a hold yeah. Of so I never thought about this, but I saw this fan theory that Sharon Carter is actually a scroll, um, and I was like, that's not a bad idea because it hmm. would be able to say like, hey, this secret invasion stuff has been going on for yeah, a while. Yeah, they've already been secretly invading. Noticed. Yeah, I I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad idea, but to that effect. Uh, that damage control lady, she, I mean, any, it's hard to say that because literally anybody, Kamala could be a scroll. Like yeah, anybody could be yeah. a scroll at this point. Um, so it's, it's hard to like just start saying that, but mm-hmm. it is an interesting fan theory, um, that I just wanted to point yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because there is, because, because there is a lot of different levels of MCU now. We have the street level MCU, which is like Spider-Man, Daredevil, She-Hulk. I, I would argue Miss Marvel kind of walks the line of both of yeah street level and cosmic because she Mm -hmm. is a cosmic superhero but then she's also dealing with street level events yeah for Uh, sure she's another friendly neighborhood superhero yeah as we just got teleported into space or something in the (laughs) post-credit yeah and that should be in the marvel's movie like it'll become cosmic pretty quickly so yeah definitely um yeah i i wanted to talk well i guess we could talk a little bit about the the flashback of the show, um, or I, I don't, I don't know if I would say flashback or like time travel. Um, yeah. I, okay, that so was. I kind of want to give each of our opinions on it because I think that at least Maddie, my opinion from what I know varies just a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think Gray's might too. So we'll see. So my opinion is that it's a little bit confusing because we go into that time loop uh, stuff where yeah. Kamala saves her grandmother, so. Obviously, her grandmother has a daughter, and then her daughter has Kamala. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just... It's really confusing of how that logic works. Because, like, if Kamala wasn't there to save her grandma, then Kamala wouldn't have been born. But 
I think that it adds a really cool aspect to the show and that Kamala, like for example, Kamala was always supposed to get that, what would you, the, the bangle. She was always supposed to get that because if she did it, then she wouldn't have been able to save her grandma, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a very interesting aspect of destiny which definitely kind of plays into the whole Kang stuff where we've seen that he's kind of been writing the script of what the MCU's been. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting because, like, uh, I, I think that uh, um, the uh, actress that plays Kamala, she was saying that uh, that her, that this show was a part of, she, to, to some effect, I heard a quote that she was saying that Kang was involved in the show or that yeah. what, what happened was... Uh, he wanted it to happen or like he needed her to be there for some mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. Um, there's a theory going on that Kang's main goal in allowing the Avengers to live and to tra time travel is actually to def and I'm talking about he who remains, not Kang. Uh, he who remains goal was to have the Avengers live so that they could defeat his other variants uh. um, and in the future. Uh, so maybe Kamala or the Marvels in general will have an integral... Obviously, they're very powerful, so they're going to have some sort of integral role in defeating the Kang variants. But anyway, all that to say, I liked the flashback scene. First of all, because I learned a lot about history that I did not know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, secondly, um, because I like the idea of destiny in the sense... Because it's a really big thing in Marvel right now where Kang, he remains, has some sort of control over these characters' destinies. And like I said... Kamala had to get that bangle and it was supposed to happen the exact way that it did. Um, and if it, it like, cause if it wouldn't have, then different things wouldn't have happened. Like she wouldn't have been in that exact moment for, um, her to stab the bangle and you know, all these things, <laughs> all these things <laughs> happen anyway. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So that, that was my thought on it. Um, I don't know if, yeah. Yeah. If I, I would say thoughts. going off that, I definitely agree that, I enjoyed being able to see more of the historic part of it and being able to understand where Kamala's family came from. But I, and I, I enjoyed watching it, like the entire episode, but I feel like it wasn't as necessary to use up an entire episode on it. Because I feel like, oh, I think we could have seen how... I just... Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I just, sorry, I yeah. just realized what you were talking about in the sense of like the entire flashback, not just Kamala's oh, little aspect no, of yeah, it, but the, the whole vision, thing. Not the vision, not the just the okay, vision. Okay, I, I, I get what you're talking about now. The entire episode. Okay, that okay. They I feel like use, we could yeah, have sorry, yeah. A little bit yeah. of shorter time and put more. Yeah, for like, sure, because, uh, yeah. Because I think they could have seen like the more of the conflict with her great grandmother, Aisha, like how the bangle thing all came together like, the story that they had told about the train, but I feel like spending an entire episode to establish Aisha and her then-husband's relationship and their kid, like, as much as I appreciated seeing the story, I felt like because it was only a six-episode show and we needed more time to see Kamala, obviously, and then, like, yeah. her relationships with the people that are actually still alive now, I feel like they could have like, shortened it up a lot more because, obviously, Aisha's not actually a character in the show. You know, like, mm -hmm. we can kind of establish a little bit about how, like, we find out Kamala was the one who saved her grandmother the whole time or whatever. But I feel like outside of that, like, I, I feel like that could have just been a short thing. 
and then suddenly she's back and they're like, oh, we gotta get back to Jersey. Because I feel like they should have spent more time in Jersey, I'd say. I think her trip with her grandmother yeah. was nice and needed, but I feel like the pacing... Like, I feel like they could have somehow combined episode four and then the flashback stuff in episode five. And then episode five and six can be back in Jersey and kind of establishing more of the damage control threat and, like, what Comron's powers are all about and stuff like that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, and not not that I think you're saying the opposite of this at all, but I, <laughs> have y'all watched the uh, the Marvel, uh, the, sorry, the, um, what's it called? The... The behind the scenes. I can't. I oh, Marvel's Assemble. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I've seen about half of it. Uh, not. Not. I, I want to finish it. I just haven't had the chance to. Um. But I. One of the writers or directors or something was saying that something that was really important to her was that this show could exist without Kamala having powers at all. Yeah, so I think yeah. like like that it was mostly about this teenage girl who has like these cultural. El- uh, elements to 100%. it so I think that yeah so I think that for them like going in that flashback thing I think for them they really wanted to hit home the cultural aspect yeah. like I said I, I not that I think that you're complaining about that all I was just yeah, kind of yeah. giving like a little uh I guess like explanation to, mm. to why they might have done that uh-huh. but I definitely agree um I there's been a few Marvel uh Star Wars things where there's been entire episodes of flashbacks or like for example book of boba fett there was a yeah there's a lot of flashbacks there that i thought was a little bit unnecessary and i definitely Mm, think that they could have used maybe half of an episode but like i said i really liked learning about the cultural and historical aspects of that as well so it was sort of like a give and take you you, if you wanted to learn more then you had to have a full episode of the flashback but (laughs) it could have been a little bit less um but yeah no i yeah i yeah i agree um Okay, so were there in, okay, so we've talked about let's I, I want to talk a little bit more about Bruno. Yes. He is, let's go. This, is, this is an episode about him in a way. Um, he is a G. I, <laughs> he I is. liked him a lot. Um, I Love really him. liked I think like and we, we don't have to talk much more about him because I think that Maddie, what you said earlier really hit it home, but I like I really liked the because one thing that I really liked that I really, really, really liked about Spider-Man um, no way home is the relationship between Ned and NJ and Peter yes. and, and uh, Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was Peter a really Pan. nice thing. And I think that they um, did a really like they, they turned in this series, at least they turned that up to 11 and actually in the uh, behind the scenes, they actually say that this is Marvel's assembled of, of Miss Marvel and Bruno and all of the other side characters, yeah. which was really cool that they even recognized that that was a main part of the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really liked the relationship with Bruno and Kamala. If if Kamala is going to have a lo- love interest, which she had three in this in this show, it better be Bruno. <laughs> it better. Was, it better. He he deserves it. Um, we had. Uh, I, I think that red that the red dagger bros red was dagger, a little dude. bit considered, oh, but it it was just like three competing guys sort of in her life in a way yeah. uh, that didn't, didn't like obviously when like take over right. the show but they were bro what <laughs> they were there <laughs> um anyway so i really liked bruno i feel like he was mistreated a lot not like i don't think kamala was doing it on purpose it's just that thing that always happens whenever you find a love interest in your life you're always going to leave your friends behind <laughs> i and guess it's I feel time like to take people off. for granted now <laughs> Exactly, and I'm like, Bruno does not deserve that. Yeah, for and real. It, especially when, the stuff with I his right? 
<laughs> with, his, with his with his home life like it's just so sad i'm like he doesn't deserve it i know he's a good friend he's a nerd he's geek he's geeky i i think yeah. i like that and what um, i what i love so much about the dynamic is he's literally a part of their family basically he's always yeah, coming in their right. house they're literally sending like meals back with him <laughs> well yeah whatever, whatever kamala's mom makes the entire bag of food and like Five seconds. I thought that was hilarious. Was I love so that funny. little bit that they did. Um, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. He's he's great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, I also... Another, like, small thing I really loved, and we haven't actually talked about Nakia yet, her oh, best yeah. friend. Oh, yeah, I loved her. I wish we had seen more of her it's because I really loved her story, too, trying to get on the board yeah. at their mosque and stuff. Yeah. And stuff like that, but... When they, I cannot remember the name of, I don't know if it's considered a festival. Is it, I can't remember, but the place where they all went and had food together, it was towards the beginning, and I don't want to, like, say something wrong. We're uncultured. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because, but I I can't 100% remember, but where they all dressed up and stuff, Bruno, of course, was there, because he's a part of the family, even though he's just some scrawny white boy, we love it. It's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. But they had, like, the the, um, Illuminantes and stuff like yes. all the different like groups that they were trying to like win over for Nakia and stuff like that. That I thought that was a really fun way to also see more of their culture, but still tie it into mm-hmm. the relationship building that they had towards the beginning, like the first three episodes, I'd say, of the show. So I thought that was also really fun. Yeah, I, I was gonna say something interesting about that show too, because you just uh, brought up was the use of social media like TikTok, mm-hmm. um, because we saw in Hawkeye last year. Um, man, that was almost a year. Oh I mean, in gosh, a few months, that'll really? be a year ago that that came out. That's ridiculous. Dude, that's yeah. I mean, it came out in December, right? November, December. Yeah, it was like a Christmas um, special almost. Yeah, um, like what uh, Kate was saying is like like she wanted to give Clint like a new outfit and new like. Uh, marketing basically and that's what a lot of these superheroes are kind of adopt not adopting like on purpose but like kind of it's bringing them it, it's more of like a celebrity thing like a yeah. uh with like marketing and whatever it's publicity. kind of funny to see that <laughs> yeah it's, it's because there's so many superheroes now that which by the way in she-hulk whenever hulk says uh we, we can't act like we're the we're that we're not the only two people that can actually protect this world i'm like uh there's like a thousand superheroes now yeah, so chill yeah. but um yeah like uh there's so many superheroes that you kind of got to stand apart and you can definitely see how just like an actual person in real life can get canceled. I think we might have to deal with cancel culture. Not that we haven't already <laughs> Let's in Marvel. Do a cancel culture. Yes. Yeah, I think that there's. Yeah, I think that there's been, but like in the actual Marvel universe, I think that there's gonna be something where these superheroes are having to deal with cancel culture of their own because, like, in any moment, Kamala could be considered to be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually happens in the mutants, in, in, in the mutant uh, universe, which we're going to talk about a little bit, where these the whole world turns against them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's I think that that would be a very good way of cool bringing aspect. cancel culture into these poor mutants who, some of them are bad, but some of them, most of them are actually trying to help. Mm-hmm. Which um, is actually, I've been mm-hmm. going through... The Agents of Shield show, which I know y'all haven't watched. I have no, I've watched it. Oh, you have? Uh, yeah, I yeah. I watched it whenever it came out a few years ago. Whenever Dude, it was I love out. that show, by the way. Yeah, but it's like the Inhumans, Jacob. Yeah, it's the yeah. D- uh, Daisy as an Inhuman, and uh, or do they call her Sky or Daisy towards the Both end of, of it? Them. I don't. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, she's an Inhuman, which it seems as if Marvel, for right now, might be throwing out of 616 universes, but Black Bolt was called an Inhuman in the other universe, so it's not, like, completely, uh, like, not gonna happen, but it seems like they're kind of throwing that out for now because Miss mm-hmm. Miss Marvel isn't Inhuman, yeah. and they're seem to be calling her a mutant. So that might be it. I I understand that there's so many, there's already so many things going on. It doesn't affect me. I know that a lot of people were very, very upset at her being called, called a mutant, but I think that they're basically almost the same thing. And they're, she did not get her powers from Terrigen Mist. So she wouldn't be classified as an inhuman anyway in the comics. So, uh, or, or an agents of shield logic. Um, so I think that it makes sense, but, uh, we're, I guess, uh, talking more about like mutants and stuff, we could talk about the finale a little bit, I, and we've kind of been hinting at it uh, back and forth. Okay, so we've—I think that we've already been talking about the finale quite a bit, but yeah. I do want to go into more detail, uh, or at least as uh, at least a little bit more detail. I mean, we, we were just talking about the mutant uh, tease, so we kind of got ahead of ourselves, but. Um, yeah, so the finale, uh, does, who, okay, so I've been talking for a bit, so who, uh, who, who wants to talk about that first, I guess? So what, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, Gray, you just watched it, uh, probably yeah, more recently true. than we did, so if you want to go into like what you were thinking. 45 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. So I had a couple things written down, um, I thought it was really cool how okay. she kind of, like, got control of her powers a little bit, and that, mm. kind of more in that final episode, when she yeah. was, like, running on the street. And I thought it was pretty funny when they made her, like, stop at the stoplight. That was kind of cool. Yeah, um, that was funny. But I was going to say that it kind of reminded me of Spider-Man whenever he first started getting a yeah, hang of his I powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because yeah. he was, I don't know, that's just what it felt like for me. Um, her suit that her mom gave her looked like Flash, like Flash's suit, just with the bigger lightning oh, bolt. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I do agree. Like, she has that lightning bolt on there, so I can see how that would be confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, her powers aren't lightning-related. Yeah. Um, I think it's supposed I, to be I love the, I love I the suit. Yeah, yeah I that's true. The suit, I think, is one of the best-looking suits they have made recently. And the no, fact I, that her I mom really do just like somehow yeah, whipped really it up like it. is super awesome. <laughs> it's a little bit confusing, yeah, um, but, I, but I love it. I love it. it. <clears throat> um, yeah. I thought the TikTok montage was insane. Yeah. That was so cool. Um, just how, like, everybody was like, yo, guess what? I'm going to do dumb TikToks and post them, <laughs> and now we're going to put them all together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know who they, like, got to do that, if those were, like, actors or if they were, like, hey. Those were people watch. from the show. They Yeah, I know, but, like. Um, oh, okay. But, like, they seriously did that and posted them or. Oh, because I think it'd be cool no, if they I like posted yeah, them and just left them. For it. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but also, yeah. <laughs> Bruno sounds like Tom Holland. We've talked about this before, <laughs> but he sounds exactly like the American Tom Holland when he does his accent. It's the like American Tom Holland. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there is the British and the American. Just so. there, I just right, think it's funny is. because I don't think I've actually heard Tom Holland using his regular voice in a show before. Like, I feel yeah, like everything yeah, I've seen, he's using an American accent, which is hilarious. I mean, I obviously I've seen, like, interviews. It's, like, actually Tom Holland, Tom Yeah, Holland's, that's all I've seen But I've never him. seen him, like, in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Because yeah. his, his, like, his accent's not, like, bad. Like, it doesn't sound bad. 
Yeah, I definitely think that uh, British people can do an American accent better, than, or at least Americans most can. can do a better <laughs> than American do a. Yeah, than Americans can do an American accent. Yeah. No, than Americans can do British. Sometimes you're like, percent. I agree. It it might it might also be because like whenever I saw Tom Holland at first, obviously I didn't know he was I didn't know anything about him. So I didn't know he's British, and so whenever I found that out, it was like mind blowing. I was like, "Bro, this this guy's British!" Like I had no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So if if I just say anything about the finale, uh, I liked it. I really like Kamala. She's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, um, she's now. really awesome. Um, the thing, the one issue I had, and this is so petty or whatever, but at the end, towards the end of the fight scene, where she punches a hole in the ground somehow. And it creates a circular hole that oh, yeah, takes him to, is she to the docks. <laughs> like, it, she didn't just punch a hole down in the ground. She punched a tunnel down to the docks. I was like, <laughs> what? Way, there's the I docks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't fully understand what happened there. And yeah, there was no absolutely sense. no, yeah, no explanation of that. That was very strange. Um... But other than that, I thought the show... I, or, sorry, I thought that the, uh, the finale was good. Um, I liked the sort of Home Alone, uh, like, setting up the high school to yes. be, like, yeah, trapped. I, love that. Very I thought that alone. was very fun. Yeah. I actually... I thought that was um, kind of funny, but I was also like, dang, damage control must be a bunch of losers. If they literally losers. are... They're getting beat by, by softballs and fire extinguishers. Hey, if their if their job originally was to pick up like a uh, garbage and now they're having to take down superheroes, I mean, like I don't I know. know but like, most of are these gonna... are just random, te- like normal teenagers. Yeah, no, no, I no, I, I agree with you. It was just definitely appeared too. It was so funny. Yeah, I yeah, it was. Dude, I love him. He's a... so awesome. Oh yeah, I love him. It was definitely like a uh, just supposed to be like unrealistic teenagers taking down the government sort of thing yeah which fits Um, the vibe because it's all from kamala teenage girl's perspective which is why i loved i think this was the first episode but the way she was walking through jersey city texting i think bruno and you're Mm -hmm. seeing the text and stuff pop up all over the place in the city yeah the way they Mm -hmm. use the graphics for everything was such a fun and colorful and refreshing way to do it so i thought that was yeah i loved that I thought that was very cool. Like, especially whenever they're riding their bikes and you see, like, all of her ideas coming on that brick wall. Yeah, it's yeah. so of, like, cool. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, but of, of I would her, say Damage Control looked like noobs. Um, so I'm like, should I be afraid of them? But then also, they look like noobs at first, and then they just start completely, like, blasting bullets. Like, spray, trying to spray Kamala. <laughs> With their guns. Yeah, I was like, yo, teenagers. what is... They're just, like, flat out trying to murder kids now. No, again, like, because like, she was crazy. like, I want them alive. And then all of a sudden she was just like, fire, kill them. Fire, kill them. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I love the fact that whenever uh, they save... She saves the two damage control a- agents and, and he's like, thank you, Miss Nightlight. I thought that was, like, the funniest <laughs> thing to me. Like, how they're actually kind of scared and, like, kind of respecting her, but they just got to do their job. Or at least some of them got just got to do their jobs. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Okay, I will say um, one person that I thought was completely useless and was like, what the heck is she doing here? Is that random girl, Zoe, who's just like, oh, I'm an influencer, but I also want to help you do yeah. your things, and I'm just suddenly here in the building for no reason. That was the like on- the dumbest the, thing i Literally the seen. only role she played was getting all those people there. Which did not matter at all, except for them being yeah. like, oh, she saved him from She's a car. Like, oh my but gosh, guys, TikTok. Yeah, all she could have done that to, like, damage me, control agents or something. Yeah. 
Well, so I, I think I think that the main point of them being there was so that damage control... There was absolutely no way that damage control could spin this, like, in their favor. But yeah, I will sure. say, I think that her character must have been supposed to be more involved. But was cut. But yeah, then, for sure. Yeah, was cut. Yeah, because she was way. obviously meant to be more in it. And she, she was meant to even have a character arc, I think, because she went from being the mean girl to helping them kind of very randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Well, she was that like, well, you saved my life. I owe you. I was like, that was very yeah. much like... And, I mean, she yeah, she went from being like a typical like uh, mean girl to then being like really sweet. And so I think there was supposed to be a character arc that we did not see at all, really. Other than the fact she's like... Uh, I, I'm I'm a TikToker now, and that's how I get love, and like yeah, I well, like that's not good or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So um, I but you know, say, I, I that's will agree my with one that. complaint that that was like yeah. random crap. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, totally. girl, just get out. We don't need like an extra set of hands, to be honest. But I will say that one scene, uh, I'm so triggered by it with Bruno and Uh-oh. Kamala and Kamran, oh. and. Kamal and Kamran are just kind of vibing, and suddenly Bruno walks in. That was like pain one hundred. I wanted to like because he walked in, he was like through the uh, screen uh, and just punch everyone and take Bruno. That made me feel so much pain as well. Like (laughs) oh, like thinking about liking this girl and then or like you're assuming that he does. Obviously, he doesn't say it explicitly, but it obviously seems like he does. Um, He's like and hey, seeing this other random guy that she met like five days, five seconds ago, like. Uh, yeah, that would have been really, that would have been pain a hundred. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. Then, yeah, we uh, have the end, and suddenly Carmen's like, oh my gosh, my constipation's coming back, and starts <laughs> spraying magic everywhere, and like, Ew, almost kills oh. all the teens in the, in the van, like, all the spikes coming through. Yeah, I'm like, boy, random. you about to stab Bruno, and I'm about to stab you, like, <laughs> I'm like, pull yourself Oof. together, man, like. It, oh I, I'm just like so confused where his powers came from, and I think that's why I was like, it's like everything was good, but then I was I it kind of threw me off what his whole story was. So I feel like that's what kind of detracted from the finale, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely uh, uh yeah that his whole character was a little strange. Um, I feel like he was kind of there just to make issues for Bruno and Kamala's relationship. Yeah. Um, he succeeded. And like, I'm like, where, like, yeah, like, where is he going from here? I don't really know. Anyway, um, was there any other thoughts on the finale before we get into the end credits? Um, Bruno better be in future projects. I don't care. That's, about that's what I'm saying. I don't even care. Caltech? Mm. Caltech. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I'm like, yeah, you go do school, but then you come back because I need you and yeah. No, 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 no. You don't go to school. You teach yourself because you're just a genius. <laughs> like, well, he could still get to like live his dream and no, stuff. No, Bruno does not you know? need. No, school. it's not allowed. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my I'm gosh. kidding. Um, yeah, I. So we've already talked about the mutant. I don't. Was there anything else that y'all wanted to add to the mutants tease? Um, at all like because we were kind of already talked about it yeah i not not really i'm kind of just like whatever they'll introduce i'm i'm here for it i guess so i i don't really yeah i've never been it's just more of like a oh by the way this is a thing and i'm like okay cool show us the thing later i guess so (laughs) yeah i I mean like 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 mutants are obviously a massive deal and people have been very excited about 
them coming. And I think it does help explain where all these random superheroes are coming from. Like, now yeah. you can say that anybody's a mutant, and it makes sense to some degree. Um, I mean, for, for all we know, Scar- Scarlet Witch could be a mutant again. Like, yeah. she was originally, and then she wasn't, so she could be mm-hmm. one now. I mean, who knows? Um, so yeah, that was fine. I, I think more I want to talk about, just for a little bit, the... Uh, Command TP Captain Marvel uh, Miss Marvel because that was uh, that was interesting. Oh, I, I just heard it was what you really... meant by Command TP. I was like, what? <laughs> Talking about Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. Um, yeah. I think that I feel so bad for Kamala. Like she just all of a sudden like like what if she ended up in the middle of space? Yeah, and like she, she could have flat out died. Yeah, yeah, that like so that would be horrible. Yeah. I, obviously, I think I think what people are saying is that because um, there were two bangles, they made a point of that, and so I uh-huh. think that uh, Captain Marvel must have found the other one, and she must have like okay. been messing with it. I was, she looked like really young, like she really did young. look very different. So I was she looked sure very different. Might have been the Maybe outfit and like the hairstyle. Another universe. Just saying. Uh, that's not, I mean, yeah, she eh. she did look very. She did look very different. I don't know about another universe, but I will say because we saw... Okay, so She-Hulk takes place in between Shang-Chi and um, this... Uh, and uh, Miss Marvel. This and timeline is too Shang-Chi, much. Shang-Chi... Yeah, but in Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel did not look like that. So yeah, yeah. there's definitely a big difference that happens, and I think that's just a year difference. Yeah, and no, we wait, see the connection that... between the bangles and the, the Ten Rings, because when they yeah, find true. them in the flashback, true. they have the Ten Rings logo, yeah. and now they're looking yeah. at the Ten Rings, and they're like, oh, there's a signal, so maybe like the bangles have something of a similar thing. They're all pointing to one place, so maybe that's why uh, Captain Marvel finds something later down the road that gets her to the bangle, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I, I thought it was hilarious how Captain Marvel, like, think about just, like, appearing in this room where there's pictures of you all over the place. That'd be so creepy. Yeah, that would be, I'd be really like, creepy. Oof. It's like, yeah. the entire room is um, just a shrine to you. Well, and yeah, she even yeah. said, like, oh, no. And I was like, oh. Yeah, crap. she's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, to some degree, made me think she knows the popularity that she has. Like, she's been to Earth since Endgame. Like, she's aware of, like... Because it wasn't like, oh, no, in the sense of, like, this is creepy. It was like, oh, no, not one of these people. Like, like where they're, like, obsessed with her or whatever because yeah. she's, like, a, like well, a celebrity or whatever. I was also wondering, did she know that she had, um, like, just swapped places with someone? That's the kind of, oh, no, I was That's thinking. That's a good, That, like, oh, crap, yeah. if I'm in some teenage girl's bedroom, that teenage girl is wherever I was, and that might not be a good thing. True. So. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that that's just uh, my thoughts on it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think I've been able to share everything that I wanted to talk about. Was there anything else that y'all wanted to say? No, I think that's all. Okay, cool. I, I I really enjoyed yeah. the show. So if we want to go ahead, yeah. And so let's rate, rate it. it. Let Let's rate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm. If I I'll say I, I I'm gonna rate it an eight. Like I I actually really enjoyed it. There were some like weird things that happened like editing wise or like story wise. Yeah. Or I might even rate it a nine. I don't I like I really actually did enjoy. It. I really like Miss Marvel. So that's why I'm giving it that. Like uh yeah I th- I thought it was fine. I um uh, definitely I I would I mean I watched it twice every time it ca- like it tw- I watched the episodes twice over every time it came out. So 
Like, it definitely wasn't something where I was like, all right, I'm done with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was fun, but whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I would yeah. give this a nine as well. And this was, like, even a show that I was not at all looking forward to coming into it. Not, like, in a negative way, but just in a neutral, like... Uh, yeah, she was. And this was, this was how a lot of the projects recently have been going. Like, Moon Knight. I just feel like the marketing, I guess, wasn't really calling out to me. I don't yeah. know exactly what it was, but I just have not had a lot of enthusiasm for the recent projects, but this one actually turned out being one that I really enjoyed. I feel like they could have made things a little more easier to follow. I think that's the only thing that kind of I was not a fan of, is I was not sure how we got from A to B sometimes, but besides that, uh -huh. it was a really fun show, in my opinion. I would probably give this, y'all are going to hate me, but I would say a 6.5. Bro, I did I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really like this show. Um Fool I know, I know. <laughs> but, but like is Bruno the six point five out of ten? <laughs> I would Keep say more like me. a six point five three two. Okay. So uh -huh. a little bit above that, just so you know. Mm -hmm. Um I didn't okay. like the story was like okay. Um I like I got it, I understood it. It didn't like reach out to me necessarily. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I like yeah, I I like that they had the uh, the um, like the culture in it. I thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, that was an yeah. aspect that I really really liked. Uh huh. Yeah, but, something that Marvel. Yeah. I mean, other than yeah, doesn't do like very like extremely often. It's just mm -hmm. more like yeah. look at this person getting beat up for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay. but I think those are my well, thoughts on it. So. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I mean, those are our ratings. I think overall, I think Jacob and I at least really enjoyed the show. Gray had some still positive things to take away, but wasn't his best in his opinion, which is totally fine. But I think that was that was a fun time to get to talk about Miss Marvel. Uh, hopefully we'll get to see a lot more of all these characters, because I feel like there are a lot of them. Like a, a really Bruno. great ensemble cast. Bruno most especially. I want him to have a solo movie. I will watch it seven <laughs> times, you know. So, yeah, thank you everyone so much for watching. This has been our Miss Marvel episode. And next time we will be talking about episodes one and two of She-Hulk, which is going to be a very interesting ride, I must say. And so, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I don't know if I said, I might have said watching by accident last time. I guess you can watch in your head, I guess. But thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I am Madison Cabin, call sign C2. And I'm Jacob Cabin, call sign C1. And I'm Greg Cabin, call sign C3. And this has been C Squadron, signing out.